Surprise at the beginning of this episode, ah. which is too unlimited. Trance, tribal, no <laughs> tribal, tribal dance, dance. Yeah. tribal dance, tribal yeah. dance, tribal dance, tribal dance. Yeah, I put that on the <laughs> on the beginning for you. Uh, Thanks, mate. I Thank also, because um, we did establish everybody that it was in fact tribal dance. Yeah, from last week's episode, I, yeah. I, he did suggest it. Luke suggested it. He was correct. Yeah, but I refused to believe it at the time. I was like, no, no, not that one. You thought it was there. For the other one. Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, he was, in fact, correct. So just to refresh you guys, Warren quite fancied the girl yes. from that. In that clip, musical particularly. Duo. I did a little research. Her, yeah. na- her name is Anita Doff. Um, she's 49 years old. Yeah. Um, back in 2013, she had a bit of a scare with breast cancer, but she fought it, um, which you'll be pleased yeah. to hear. Yeah, um, she also has an Instagram, so I did message her. Would you really? like me to? Yeah. Would you like me to read the yes. message? Please do. My all mate right, all right. Chubby, you. Well, I just I kept it nice, you know. Kept please, it nice. Please do. Yeah. Um. Where are we? There we are. You know what? I'll You're just jump on the old gentleman. bloody. I just said, "G'day." I hope you're well. Luke from Blind the Podcast. <laughs> um. I said, "I hope you're well." I know this is a long shot. Oh my God. But my mate and co-host had a major crush on you back in the day, so I was wondering if you'd be kind enough to send a voice-recorded message saying hi for us to play on the podcast and as a surprise for him. His name is Warren, <laughs> a.k.a. Big Was. <laughs> if you're happy to do it, we would be so very grateful. Please send it to the Fly on the Wall podcast, one one at gmail.com. Thank you, Luke. Wow. No reply. No, no. I'm... But I only sent it this afternoon. Yeah. So there's still time. waiting by her it's phone. Still... <laughs> <laughs> Instagram updates from sad Australian You never know. Like... You never. She's got about 25,000 followers. Right. So a few more than us. Did you? I'm, I'm assuming you followed her as well as messaged. Yeah, of course. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll link you to it so you can admire what she's doing these days. Okay. And... Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, mate. If she sends a, like a voice recording. Yeah. I will be pretty excited. Yeah, of course. And then not, not it's nothing about everything else. It's just the link there yeah, to yeah. go, oh, yeah, we're talking about um, Two Unlimited last yeah. week. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, yeah. a couple of weeks later, we just have a little... Travel dance, travel dance. I'm sure yeah. she'll probably listen to a, a little bit of it. Just Maybe to go, this one. Is it ethical for me to actually... You know, send something to these guys yeah. and quickly change her mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, any consideration yeah. you give us, uh, Anita Doth, we appreciate. Thank you. Where are much. they from? Where do they hail from? Uh, oh, where does she hail where from? Where is it? From? Oh, Amsterdam. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, and she, they've basically, so 1991 they formed hmm. and they went strong until 96 and sold like 850 million records. With wow. The, the two main 850 hits. million records. Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I believe that. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know um, if that's... And even though they didn't you sure really it wasn't break... 850 records? <laughs> <laughs> well, now she's, yeah, now yeah, she's yeah, definitely yeah, not going to send no, the 5K message. You utter prick. <laughs> um, and, yeah, they yeah they did. They've sort of been on and off the whole time, and they've had other members going to right. the band and all that kind of stuff. But they didn't really break out in America in a big way. Yeah. Um, but then their songs have actually been used a lot in NFL and N- ah. NHL. Yeah. Okay. National Hockey League. Is that right? NHL? Yeah. So they've uh, <coughs> they've they've made their mark. Yeah, de- yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah they've done alright cool. for themselves. Yeah, yeah, for sure. With eight hundred and fifty billion sales. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. That's good. Not bad. Yeah. Um, all right. So you're listening to episode one hundred and thirty-eight of Fly on the Wall podcast, Warren. Um, so you've come down from the the rush of me letting you know yeah. about Anita. I'm Dock. excited. Um, and now, the fact that you said it was for a surprise for me, so thank you. Well, yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Uh, <laughs> now I'd like to change the tone a okay. little bit. Um, would you like to know when you die? When uh, you will die, I should say. Did you check? I haven't done you yet. I've done myself, and I put it up on Instagram. Yeah, I'm going to be 80, 85 years old. Yeah, you're happy with 2064. that, 2064. Yeah. I'm quite happy with 85. Yeah. I always You know thought, what's going to happen now, don't you? Well, mine will be next year. <laughs> <laughs> you well, can. We can do it. Yeah. Just for shits and giggles, yeah. I um, I put in, like, I pretended I was the same age, yeah. and I put in a morbidly obese yeah. chain smoker right. um, and <laughs> basically drunk every day. Okay. And my death date was, like, July next year. Right. <laughs> So it's factors. Now, there are factors. The only in there. sad thing, so like I said, I'll be eighty-five on the no on two thousand and sixty-four on November the fifth. Now the only sad thing about that, well, maybe for some that I'm dead, but it, it's also the day after one of my daughter's birthday. Right. So that's a bit sad. She celebrates. You had her a birthday. big. You had a big day. Had a big. That's Obviously. what my wife said. She said you'll have a big day there. Yeah. Drank too much. Yeah. Dead. That's the way to go out, though, isn't it? <laughs> well, if yeah. you're going to go out, yeah, after yeah. a big celebration like that Absolutely. with family, yeah, I think it'd be okay, nice. Look, guys. You remember how, you know, Dad got a bit... He got yeah, a bit merry last yeah. night, didn't he? Eh? Drank to excess, He used to, to do that a long time ago. When he was in his 40s, Went early 40s. Slide, broke he was, all his ribs. Yeah, he was shocking, <laughs> right? Now, we saw a little flash of that guy again mm. last night. Um, and it's caught up with him this time. Yeah. He staved in his rib cage on the slide. Yeah. <laughs> staved. <laughs> yeah. He, 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 um, he drank so much that he was completely... Like he forgot everyone's yeah. name, yeah, and where he was. Wet himself, shit himself, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he went to sleep, and he went to sleep, and he was happy, yeah, with a boner. He, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. him smiling at me with a boner. Yeah, first boner he's had in twenty yeah, years. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "If I died tonight, Dal, I'd be a happy man." Yep, and, and that's exactly went, what yeah. happened. And he didn't wake up, kids. <laughs> so, and yeah. everyone's like, "Woo, <laughs> yeah. good on you, Dad." So the question is, would you like to know? Would yeah. you like to go through the process? On air, yeah, and figure out. Is your it a three-hour death date? Yep, four hundred oh. question test. No, no, no. A few simple things. Yep. Uh, but as long as you're happy to divulge some things, okay. I think I think you will be. Yep. So that's fine. But um, all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> Just going on to <laughs> deathclock.com. dot <laughs> org. Sorry, deathclock. Oh, it's an org. dot org. Wow. If the listeners at home would like to find out. Okay, so the birthday's the same, obviously. January eleventh, nineteen seventy nine. You are a male. You do recognise as you as yes, being a male. But All thank right. you for checking. Do you smoke? No. Um, now this is the where your BMI. Yeah. Now I'll. Can you answer too high? So well. 
<laughs> so do you know your weight and I can figure out your BMI? Yeah. What's your weight? Heavy. <laughs> Heavy to moderate. <laughs> Within um, 110 kilos. 110, yeah. yep, no worries. And your height. Sorry, listeners. In centimetres. Sorry if anyone's vomited spontaneously. <laughs> no, nah, big... my height. Girls out there slipping off their chairs. <laughs> I like a big boy. I don't know. Your height. Um, I'm 187. Centimetres, okay. yeah. I think it's 176 or something. Okay, let's sure. go with that. Let's go with that. It's been a long time. It's since in increments of five, so I'll do 175. Okay. I haven't done any height charts lately. All right. So your BMI, it's yeah, it's quite high. Yeah. 35.9. <laughs> 25.29 is classes overweight. Okay. 30 plus is more, is classes obese. obese. 40 yeah. plus is seriously obese. Great. So I'm so just obese. You're somewhere, yeah. But I was I was classed as overweight as well. Okay, so right. it's, it's, you know, well, you're really... any kind of body fat in your, your yeah, fat. Yeah. You know? If you're not as lean and mean as Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Basically... Mine, was, mine was, my BMI was 29. Okay. So that was classes overweight. Wow. Um, I'm surprised All right. That. So you live in Australia. To me, you're an elite athlete. <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, what is it? Angel in the body of a rock star. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> no. Um, okay, now, do you consume alcohol? You've got the choices you've got is never, mm. once a month, two to four times per month, two times a week, daily, or the final answer is I'm constantly blotto. <laughs> <laughs> I think just put, I mean, it's not really once a month. Just say, I'd say, never. I'd say never, really. Let, all right, let's say never then. You're not like, I mean, you're talking maybe two or three times a year. Yeah. You might have a sneaky drink. Yeah. You know? And that's what they are, mate. They're sneaky. So that will work for you. That will yeah. work in your favour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That'll now, play the BMI thing. This one's yeah. funny. Well, not funny because okay. I shouldn't say that. But yeah. okay, your your general outlook on life. <laughs> would you say it's optimistic, neutral, pessimistic, or suicidal? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like laugh. that it's an option. But someone's um, obviously, you know. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Let's put optimistic. Optimistic. Yeah, that's general, what I put. Right. Yeah. 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 All right, you ready? Yeah, mate. Submit. Oh, is that it? That's it, mate. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's all you're going to answer. Painless. <laughs> Painless to figure out when you're going to die. 62. All right, so at the time of this test, you are 42 years old, 10 mm. months and 27 days old. Yeah. Or 15,671 days old. I feel every one of those. <laughs> 2,339 weeks old. Yep. And 522 months old. Okay. You, my friend, are going to live longer than me. Oh. You will, based on our calculations, you will <laughs> die on Saturday the 3rd of November, so close in date. At least it's a weekend. But 2068, so four years after me, you will live to be 89 years old. Okay. 89 years, 9 months and 23 days old. That's 17,132 days remaining and 21 seconds. And encased in, in, in my own fat. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I think yeah. worked in your yeah. favour is the no drinking. Yes. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. That's the only Whereas advantage. Whereas I put, I put like once a month or twice a month, I think yeah. I put. So, that's so basically that I'm optimistic. Optimistic. And that I don't yeah. drink. You're jolly. You're basically jolly. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you Whereas reside? I, the I North think, Pole. I think I'm um, reasonably healthy, yeah. except for the, the drinking. I wouldn't say I'm like an alcoholic. You're also or, miserable. Yeah, that's morbidly depressed. Place. Yeah, that's right. Morbidly <laughs> <Yeah>. depressed. <laughs> that, that probably goes against you in Every, some regard. I don't know if I did, like, you, some, you can ex- fill in extra fields. Yeah, yeah. Or put notes. And right. I did put in the notes, um, every single day, 
I daydream about driving my car into a tree at 120 kilometres an hour. And I think that may have... It may have affected the test yeah. somewhat. Yeah. Still, 85, uh, mate. 85. Yeah. Uh, what I like... After a shindig We're born on the same day. Yeah. So, and you die four years later yeah, and two days before. Like, go. so the 3rd of November. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That's right, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because what will happen is... It did say course, brokenhearted from Yeah, that, I was going to say, <laughs> I, we'll have just done the anniversary of you passing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be just yeah. sitting there alone well, under just a before, tree on just a hill. Before, just before. You know, because yeah. I've been there since. Mm. I've been under a tree on a hill ever since your passing. Yeah. Um, just contemplating life. Mm. And basically, I've just become one with the earth. Oh, okay. Is that what slowly. you think? What do you think you'd actually do in those four years? You'd Not be running podcasts by Between 85 and 89. Podcast by yourself. <laughs> between 85 and 89. <laughs> Probably having my food um, tubed into me. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, quite a few medications, I'd say, just to keep me going. Yeah. No, no, I'd like to... Th- I mean, in an ideal world, I'd like to think it's just a nice, calm, peaceful existence. Yeah, enjoy your family. Yeah. Enjoy your grandkids, maybe great-grandkids. That's right. Well, and just, but just a quiet existence. You know, yeah. I can just potter around. Yeah. If someone pops past, I'm overjoyed. Yeah, yeah. Um, like but the postman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the postman. G'day, mate. How <laughs> yeah, is the postal service going these Did you days? want a cup of tea? I've just popped like, the kettle uh, on. It's all hieroglyphics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just beam it to you. Ooh. So, 2068. Yeah. What do you think the world would be like in 2068? I... We've, we've uh, touched on it before, I think. Mm. I would like to think that I see some flying cars by the time I yeah, go. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, Whether I own one Something or not, doesn't hover. matter. Some kind of Something vehicle that hovers. Up in the fucking air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need that, all right? Yeah. I need to feel like I'm living in the future somehow. We might almost go, what about if it's... So one of the things you love is canoeing. Yeah. Say if we went so environmentally conscious oh, yeah. that we got rid of all cars, all electronics, and yeah. we just created all these waterways... And he had to canoe everywhere. That'd be amazing. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. And I everything's like within throwing distance. So yeah. you don't have to commute far. Just too old to be able to do it, I suppose. Or we'll be in a generation starship because the Earth will have died. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so I'll float out because it's kind of a, a less gravity environment. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's and I'll be cool. like, I got my wish. Oh, yeah. And nice. then and then you'll look down the orb that we're yeah. all living in. Yeah. You know, like a cylindrical orb thing. Yeah. I'll look up at my daughter's house over there. <laughs> yep. Son's house over there. I'll go, yep. all right, yeah, I'll go visit them They later. still hate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the sun, you know, up that way. Yeah, nice. Everything's totally different. Yeah, that is It's not weird. like looking out the window here in your nah, car. Nah, nah, completely different. And I go, shit, I wish I was back on Earth. Yeah. This is kind of fucking miserable. Yeah. And then that's it. You'd be thinking about your times with your friend in the cabin. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a copy of the cabin. Like up there, I've, <laughs> yeah. I've shipped it there. A hologram yeah. of the cabin. Yeah, go, you can go in there. It's like yeah. a virtual reality yeah. thing. Oh, there's Luke accurate. still sitting there. It's like you a little museum. Exactly the same. <laughs> Cardigan, denim shorts. Yeah, you can. Chili pepper or you t-shirt. can program it so you can go. I think Luke ran about forty-two, yeah. and then I'll appear there. Or you go. Oh. Oh, actually, Luke sixteen. <laughs> Luke sixteen tonight. <laughs> yeah, because that yeah. wouldn't be odd at all, would it? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. A bit strange. The eighty-nine-year-old man going to spend some time with his sixteen-year-old mate yeah, that in a cabin. <laughs> in a cabin. That's uh, nostalgic yeah. to the extreme, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. no. So nostalgic's the word. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Oh, interesting though. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of keen to do like uh, Keith and Glenn. I'm relieved. Keith, gorgeous Glenn. I, I, I have to say, I'm relieved. You thought it was going to be something pretty scary, like what? What? I what think it'd be scary for you. Anything before seventy? Anything before eighty? Uh, no, probably anything before sixty-five. Oh, okay. Before yeah. that, so after sixty-five, you're like, I'm good to go. 
No, no, I'm not saying oh. I'd accept it, but oh. I, would, I would be genuinely concerned. Yeah, okay. if it was like sixty-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, gave a date and everything. I don't think it'd play on my mind much, but I think if you just told me, I'd be like, oh, okay. yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so my wife did it as well. Okay, now she's uh, ten years younger. She's one hundred and eighteen. Well, close. Ninety-two yeah. is her age. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Very so good. there's going to be. So we worked it out. There's going to be 17 years where she's living without her husband. Yeah. And she's going to have the no, time of her life. No, no, she's going to have another husband. I, mean, I think that's pretty obvious, right? Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's got a lot more vitality. She's going to marry like a 45-year-old dude and live it up, right? Why not? I'd be, you know what? I'd be happy for that. If she yeah. moved on after me, yeah. I'd be I'll happy. encourage it. Yeah, I'd be Every happy. time I talk to her, I'd be like, have you? With... No. <laughs> okay, look, I've got plenty. Oh, I've got free. four years I'm... left in me. <laughs> So, you know. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I would encourage her to yeah. move on with another Yeah, thought. I'd say, yeah, look, nice, nice. you've got plenty of time. Plenty I've always wondered time. why we've been friends, actually. <laughs> I'd start showing, you know, I'd start introducing other people. Yeah. Because obviously I've got a massive social group. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we got that guy, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Who's yeah. like 20 years older than us anyway, yeah. isn't he? No. Oh. 14. 14 years. Yeah, um, yeah I, I wouldn't, <laughs> thing I wouldn't move say. on. I wouldn't yeah. move on, personally. Would you? No. I know it's hard to say, but... It was a joke, mate. Yeah, no, I'm no. joking. No, no, but yeah, I would yeah. want my wife to move on, but I wouldn't move on. Right. I wouldn't go and find another woman. You just get a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. A hologram man. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. Perfect. Perfect. I can make you... In the cabin. That's, yeah, yeah. Right. I'll show you these models I just made, mate, and then you can suck your balls. <laughs> Even better. Just like a, you know... No, nah, it's all right. Go on, <laughs> say it. I was going to say, like, an 18-year-old version of yourself. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Weird, but nice. <laughs> I just watch you for a while. Do you, yeah. do you like the hobby as much as oh, me? Oh, shit. Yeah. So, hello, Anita Doff. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Um, yeah, and we look forward to your shout-out to Big Woz. Mm, yeah. uh, we'll go to a quick break, eh? Let's do that. So, uh, I don't, I'm not sure if it was last week's episode or an episode before. Mm-hmm. You were t- we were talking about how there's a TV show that your kids were watching when they were younger and you couldn't handle <laughs> the noise that the bird made. Yes, well, the bird creature thing, yes. Not long after that, I listened to one of our other episodes and it was when you were talking about Chi-Chi, mm. your pet bird, yes. and how it makes a sound. Mm-hmm. And you can't handle it. <laughs> so right. my question to you is, maybe you're just not a, a bird person. What do you think? Uh, <clears throat> there's probably some truth in that. You don't like any kind of bird noise? But I, I, That's the thing. I, I like birds um, sort of chirping and chittering yep. to each other. I just don't like that. <coughs> monotonic, yeah. yeah mon- <laughs> monotonic stuff. Yeah. And it's just constant. And repetitive stuff. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, if there was a, a nest of newborn birds outside and they yeah. were making the same sound, yeah. I'd want to burn. drown them. Yeah, yeah I'd I'll want to burn the yeah. shrub down. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's yeah. just, it, be, it It ceases to be a natural, uh, uh, sorry, a nature thing. Mm. And it becomes more of a, just a sound. Like it, a shrill. 
yeah, sound in it's just ears. an impersonal thing then. Like it's an not alarm, a creature. Like an yeah, alarm whistling or something. It's just a noise yeah. and I want to shut it off yeah, any okay. way I can. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are there any other noises that, um, apart from my voice, are there any other yeah. noises that really grate you, like really get under your skin and make you feel like you want to kill people? Oh, no, nothing uh, Nothing that intense. What about like a baby crying? That's a typical one. Like a, like a constant... Actually, no. I, and I might have even said this at some point in the past. Because I work at childcare centres. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, everyone's different in terms of the staff that work there and everything. Yeah. But something that you should never do yeah. um, when you're a professional uh, childcare worker is shush children. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, there should be a bit more going on than just going... Oh, yeah, okay. Wow, yeah. And I mean, every time... Just go work at a library face. if you want to do that. Well, it's not going to do anything. Mm. And then half the time, the children are actually... They're not doing anything. Yeah, right, okay. So they might be just playing. And I can hear. So it's almost like their own habit. Yeah, okay. And then... And sometimes I just can't help myself. Yeah. I just have to speak under my breath. Right. And I, and I go, will you stop fucking shushing the children? Oh, okay, yeah. Like, or I'll just go, why are you shushing them? Is that for your uh, so sake or for their... Do they I, have to, I have to vent it somehow, yep. right? Yep. So I don't murder a childcare worker okay, yeah, on yep. the day. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> I am joking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think also, so they hear me... They probably don't hear me clearly, yep. but they hear me saying something. Oh, and that And so maybe it just sort of kicks them oh, out of it. Because okay. sometimes I've had them suddenly be aware that there's someone in the room. Yeah. And their manner changes. Yeah, right. Okay. So there's suddenly a lot more... Uh, considerate of ah, the child's needs. Okay, that's good. Yeah, job done. Just, job yeah, done. rather than just an absent-minded. Yeah. And it's such a violent sound. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think we're a bit more than that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. so that's too. probably the yeah. other one that really gets me. So if you were at a library... And birds. <laughs> I know yeah. you would never even contemplate going to a library. <laughs> well, I've, I've been to many libraries. <laughs> yeah. But when I'm was the last a, time you went to I'm a library? I'm not a regular. When was the last time? I don't know. I went two weeks ago. Boom. Was it a case of you having to beat me about that? Or? Uh, no, it was just... Uh, you look quite really, happy with I yourself, I really enjoyed though. going to a The look library. in the eyes, though, they told me something else just said. What did it tell you? That you were happy that you that you beat me. Well, oh, no, no. It was more of a feeling of uh, sadness for you that you enjoyed a library <laughs> well, for a number of years. I'll, I'll tell you something. Libraries are good. I like libraries. The last time I was in a library, yeah, <clears throat> uh, I was, I was uh, having Molested. a conversation with someone. Yeah. And... That person walked off in a in a uh, huff, yeah, and it was supposed to be like a nice, peaceful, neutral, yeah. calm place. Yeah, it ceased to be that after yeah. that discussion. <laughs> Good tactic, though, of having it in a library where yeah. you've got to talk in hushed, you're forced hushed tones. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll meet bad. you in a synagogue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine getting into a road rage situation yeah. and go, mate, mate, let's settle this in a synagogue. <laughs> yeah, Sunday worship. Eight AM. Yeah. We'll be there. So that um, was the last time maybe that maybe the whole library experience has been tainted and that's why you've never gone back. Perhaps a little. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, I probably should go back. I think that the, particularly my young girls, I'm sure they'd love it. Oh, they would. Choosing actually. a few books each and, yeah, and I think being able to come home and that's that's predominantly why we sort yeah. of oh we went because we like it as well. But we wanted to take the little one there and mm. um, she likes to she wanted to go on the computers and I said no no no, just get some books and yeah. sit down and I'll help you choose some and all that kind of stuff as well. Yeah, and it was good. But the sad thing is. It does feel like they're going the way of like a DVD hiring yeah. shop, you know. You, like the one we go to that we always loved um, up in the hills here, um, 
uh, is changed. We hadn't been there for probably over, well, probably before the pandemic. So, yeah. it, and it was kind of sad to see there wasn't as many books, there wasn't as many shelves and all that kind of stuff. There wasn't as many people in there, you know? Oh, right. So it was a little bit like, ah, oh, really? And then you sort of think, well, yeah, of course, everyone's on the internet. Everyone yeah. can just got it at their fingertips. But I don't know, I'm old school. So I still I still like the feeling of a good book in my hand, you know? I wonder why they reduced the number of books, though. I mean, that that's yeah. for no other reason other than a decision. I'd say about a, a good strong quarter of the books that were there and the shelving and all that kind of stuff, gone. So you know it, felt, it felt sparse in there, to I be think what happened is, yeah. you know, librarians... Are, I think you have to be a certain kind of person <clears throat> to be a librarian. I think you have to be a, a sort of an, an arsehole. inner... Yeah. No, an inner piece. An educated arsehole. Almost like a monk. Yeah. Right? yeah very yeah. zen, very balanced. Yeah, yeah. Able to conduct a conversation in, in the one sort of tone. <laughs> Hush tones. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to speak loud. I don't have to raise my voice. Yeah. I can ask you to be quiet. I can ask you to leave. See, boring. A bit boring as well, yeah, I think. Yeah, possibly. But, you know, I think it's also important to speak this way all the time. Um, <laughs> even but, outside the library. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, outside, that was shit. I can imagine years. they would. Yeah. I can't imagine them suddenly letting loose on a weekend. Nah, nah. Well, I've got a shift at the library on Monday, so <laughs> I probably shouldn't act up too much tonight. You should be in bed by 4 p.m. on Sunday. I two cups of tea. Yeah. Um, and I'll read a bit more of that naughty novel or, that I had. it could be the opposite. You know how, like, you get these businessmen who are, like, You've got a lot of power behind yeah. them, so they love nothing more than the weekends to be pegged by a dominatrix. You know what I mean, and be made to like treated like shit. Yeah. So maybe it's the opposite. What do they do then? The are librarians. The I reckon the librarians are like DJs at some kind of underground <laughs> nightclub, <laughs> like literally in the sewer system, right? With the cave clan, you know. And remember those guys? Yeah. And just dark. <laughs> so and it's, it's always something a little techno. bit gritty. Yeah, that's yeah. That's an yeah. underground thing that yeah. you'd have to have read a book to know about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, an obscure book yeah. as well. Yeah, <laughs> written by someone on drugs. Well, what I was thinking was that because of the pandemic, mm. um, and we've joked about it, of course, but maybe it was a bit more real for the librarians. Maybe, yeah. maybe the lockdown was very literal. Maybe they were locked into the library. Yeah. Maybe they had to eat some of the books. Yeah. I'd assume they go for the cookery ones first. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And maybe that's what happened. They were burning shelves. Yeah to sustain warmth through yeah. the dark winter months uh, and they <laughs> devoured some of the books made clothes yeah. out of them <laughs> yeah um, defensive weaponry oh you're nice because yeah. obviously Armour. they've got Armour. siege weaponry books oh yeah yeah you know, castles yeah they will learn all that learn yeah. all that yeah. firearms yep homemade weapons <laughs> they've got everything they need DIY books on yoga they've and they've literally devoured those books yeah yeah they've devoured them <laughs> over those months yeah. and and um, gained the knowledge from yeah, each book. Exactly. Yeah, that's magic. I like yeah. that. Something yeah. went wrong in their head. <laughs> and they <laughs> very wrong. They devoured all that information yeah. literally I like and it. figuratively. Yeah, I like and it. And the library is clearly showing the signs of that. Yeah, yeah. Imagine it would have been hard. Imagine so what they did actually at the end of it when they finally opened the library yeah. after let's just call it eighteen months. Yeah. You know, one of the, the local council representatives went down, they're like, you know what, we haven't um, we haven't been in touch with anyone from the the library for a yeah. while. We might pop the other down ones and like, see how they Sorry, are. the what? Yeah, yeah. No one knows about. No one talks about. It. They go down. They unlock. They've actually locked it from the outside without thinking. Yeah. So they they un- they take the big fucking lock off. Yeah. They do the chain from around the double handles. Yeah, they yeah. take the bar off the. Everything's door. rusted. Yeah. They open the door. The windows are all like clouded over. But you can see little um, piercing like lights shards through of the light. dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they can hear scampering yeah. in the, the <laughs> dust. <dark. laughs> As they walk in, I just yes. little whispers. <laughs> so it's, they've suddenly got even quieter. Yeah. So what's happened? They go in and they see the 
they see it like a skeletal remains. Yeah. Over here in the <laughs> yeah. Like, oh shit. Footprints in the dust as people, well. Yeah. Like bare footprints. And then they, you know, they knock, they knock something over, and there's a, a little bit of a puff of uh, dust. Yeah. And then panicked scampering. <laughs> so they they swing the light around, scuttling, and, scuttling. and then in, in the yeah. corner, cowering in the corner, <laughs> is is Mrs. Bartholomew. Yep. The librarian. Librarian. Wow. Yeah. She's emaciated. Oh yeah. Yeah. Animalistic. Wearing wearing pages for clothes. Yeah. 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 But she knows everything. Yeah. Yeah. About survival. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a comfortable one, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. When all you've got is books to eat, yeah, that's right. you know, you can only do it's, so much. Yeah, <clears throat> but she's sharpened her teeth. You know, she's yeah. She's uh, she's read a lot of books on body modification. She's piercings. She's, she's made her yeah. clothes from the pages. Yeah, but she didn't have any cotton, so she's used a stapler. That's a <laughs> she's done henna because yeah. she was looking at different oh, yeah. you know Beautiful. cultural books yeah. and yeah. things. And just used like she molted down lead yeah. from the pencils. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's quite disturbing for yeah, them. So yeah. they so hang on, hang on. Take a few steps back. Yeah. So the skeletal remains. Yeah, that's, that's the other that librarian. Assistant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they clearly weren't as adept. They went to war. They weren't an adept. An yeah, adept. and they fought it out. Fucking hell. They had no chance. Wow. Not against Mrs. Wow. Bartholomew. Yeah. Um, All this from me asking you why birds annoy you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's Look perfect. at the journey we it's just perfect. went on for ten minutes. And then. Coming back to it though, yep. they obviously go. Well, we can't have this. We can't have the the public coming back no, into this yeah. place. So the officials, horrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. they they carefully, yeah. carefully with with prodding irons and electrodes, yeah. remove Cattle Mrs. Bartholomew. Yep, yeah. Is she um, uh, is she gentle or is she wild? Like, is she put up a fight? Or I don't they... think she means harm. Yeah. But at the same time, she'll defend her space. I mean, it's her <laughs> yeah, library. It's her library. So she's the keeper of words. That's, that's, <laughs> they, they have to. A bit like in Mad Max Fury Road. You oh, remember yeah. how the the lady in the um, oh yeah had all the uh, the written. writings on her, all the tattoos. Yeah, she's like go. that. She's, she's done it to herself. That. She's done stick and poke on herself. Well, she didn't want to waste the book she was eating. Yeah. So yeah. she she transcribed them onto her own. Oh skin. wow, that's dedication. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they've on her eyelids and yeah, everything. Everything. Yeah, Jesus. They've carefully removed her yeah. from the facilities. Yeah. Cleaned it up. Yeah. They've obviously had to downsize some of the book because yeah. they're not there. <laughs> With like a promise of a new index system or something. And then you've gone in you know? the following <coughs> week. Yeah. And gone oh. It's quite sparse. It's just it's a, flip, a flippin' it's comment. It's sad. You know? It's changed. Wow. Yeah. I feel bad now. But you've got no idea what's yeah, just happened. Yeah, I feel bad. Where where would I find Mrs. Ms. Bartholomew? Was well, if, if you can find her. I don't Mrs. think she's married. I think she was married. She's yeah. a, a widow. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She didn't hurt Mr. Bartholomew. No. Um, <laughs> no. But he did take his own life. <laughs> yeah. When he did, he went on to deathclock.org. Oh. <laughs> Found out he was going to die and thought, yeah. fuck it, I might as well end it now. Yeah. So that's I'll sad. tell her, we know. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah. Um, yeah, where I would I find it? Where would I find her now? Well, they've taken her to the State Library. Oh, wow. As a, Valhalla. As an exhibit. That's that's the utopia for <laughs> yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. wow. As, you know how, as, as an exhibit. <laughs> yeah. But you know how they have taxidermy you know, oh, yeah, like yeah. deers yeah. and things They just keep like her that. in like a glass She's cabinet. in this glass thing. Yeah. And she sort of tends to sit in the corner. And they yeah. keep the... They have to do the whole dust management thing. Oh, yeah. Temp, yeah. Like air. Yeah. Management has to be taken back to that level. Yeah, I was going to say. So the the air she is got accustomed to breathing. Yeah. She's she's evolved. She's, she's breathing evolved. like Filthy um, dusty. Book air. Yeah, yeah. Book yeah. book dust. But she needs book that dust. to yeah. survive. Wow, that's if cool. If you take that away from her, yeah, she'll fade away to nothing. Yeah, yeah. So she's now an exhibit. They're yeah. prized exhibit. Yeah. At the state library. Yeah. 
So like you said, and she'll the sit there quiet. She'll sit there quietly until someone comes up, and then she'll just jump up and, and then feeding them. time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's still eating Encyclopedia books. Britannica. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. In the morning, they give her something mm. light, like a graphic, like a small graphic. Oh, novel, okay, yeah. Old Tintin, or like Asterix. a couple of kids' books or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Snacks. Yeah, yeah. 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 Light. Where is Spot? Yeah, yeah. Okay, a couple nice, of those. nice. Some yeah. of them are a little pop-up pu- puppet as well. Yeah, so that's okay. Been fun. Yeah, nice. Um, and then you move through the day, so that the meal just before she sort of sleeps. Yeah. Is something a bit more hearty. Like Jamie Oliver's A to Z cooking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Pick a page, you know, and she's very happy. Wow, wow. All right, we'll go go to a quick break (laughs) and uh, come back with more. Okay. Listening to Flying Wall Podcast. My name is Luke. And my name is Big Virus. Alright, we've got a couple more things for you. Yes. Um, I want to talk to you, Warren, tell you some stories that my wife has relayed to me in regards to working for ambulance. Okay. You know, we I've told you the story about a man getting a jar up his ass. Yes. I've told you what else? There's been a few over the course of the podcast. Can't remember them now. Yeah. Um these ones It's had me too long to retell it. Uh, of the same sort of ilk, okay? So you know, uh, when you get a Coke bottle lid, a plastic Coke bottle lid, yes. and inside that lid is like a blue ring that yes. you can pull out, mm. right? Well, she told me a story of a 70-year-old man decided it was a good idea to put that on his penis, around his penis, and he got stuck. Um, How big is it? It's not that big. It's very small. It's very small. The inside of a lid, Yeah. you know, so it's yeah, very it's small. A- and there's no flex to it. It's not a. It's no. not like a rubber band. So, yeah. Anyway, he's pushed his penis through it somehow. Right. Um, it started swelling up, and Funny uh, and it just got worse and worse. Um, so he got some scissors oh. to try and cut it, and sliced his penis open in doing so, oh. and then called an ambulance and yeah. was like, "This happened." <laughs> What the fuck? I mean, at le- 70 years old, this I, man. Yeah. Part of me was like, surely he's past it now. He's past yeah. doing it. Like, I'm still experimenting with my penis. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, not, I'm 42, yeah. you know? So <laughs> <laughs> i still got a few years yet to try different things. Yeah. Put it in a blender. Use my shoehorn, you know. But He wasn't German, was he? No, no. Oh, okay. This guy was Aussie. So, yeah, right. um, yeah. What, are you, what are your thoughts what are my on thoughts? that? Well, yeah. We could go on a very long tangent. (laughs) At what point would you call an ambulance? When you can't get the thing off? or When I realised that I was considering putting a blue (laughs) ring from a Coke bottle on my cock. Yeah. That's when I'm calling the mental asylum. I'm having some weird thoughts about this Coke bottle. Um, Beyond blue. Yeah, would you you be able to come and either take it off me or or talk me out of it? Yeah. Yeah. But imagine, like, he's he's bought himself a Coke. Yeah. He's taken the lid off and then looked in the lid and gone... What am I going to do with that? 
I could use that as a bit of a cock ring mm. around my knob. Yeah. But yeah. I've, Maybe he had I, a vague memory. Oh, this is what's happened. He's had a vague memory yeah. of when he was like 26. Oh, yeah. And he was and with a, a beautiful, beautiful lady who was a bit naughty. She was yeah. a bit cheeky. Yeah. And she introduced him to the cock ring. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure why he hasn't seen anything since. Yeah. Maybe it was the exact blue. Oh, okay, yeah. So it, it triggered, triggered a memory. triggered something, yeah. And... That's where yeah. he he saw it, and he, was, and he it just it all came flooding back to him. Yeah, right. And he was like, "Yep, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try <laughs> I'm gonna it. do it. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do, do it, it again." Yeah, and that's where it all went downhill. Pretty he quickly. did go on to release his own fizzy drink called Coca Cola, though. <laughs> um, a guy, so another guy put a metal rod up his urethra, which is the the basically the penis uh, hole, the penis tube. He was sounding. Excuse me? That's what it's called, apparently. One, why do you know that? Two... We talked about it. Will you do it to me? <laughs> <laughs> why wasn't that question one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounding? Yeah. It's sounding it's, pretty fucked up to me. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it on a past episode. Oh, okay. And yeah. so I was actually curious Jesus. to know what, wow. what oh, it actually was. It makes was. me push my legs together. So it is a thing Fucking hell. to to probe a metal rod your your urethra up in towards your bladder. Oh God! Um, to yeah, it, look. I mean, I guess it's. I'm guessing it's quite thin. I've got no idea about anything else. Where do you other buy than, the rods from? I don't know. I'm <laughs> guessing you could go to a sex shop or something. I don't well, know. you seem like you're the authority <laughs> on the subject. So. <laughs> I've got no idea. You go to the library, you should know all this so, stuff. It hasn't taught you <laughs> much, has it? Ms. Bartholomew yeah. next time. Have you got any stuff on uh, sounding? <laughs> Sound engineering? No, no, no. Sounding. <laughs> it's a metal rod going into your urethra. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck I hell. think that, um, yeah, it's obviously a, a fetish, you know, yeah. like putting a cock ring on. I remember us talking about CBT, cock yes. and ball torture. Yes. And, and again, the same thoughts coming to me now where mm. I think it, that, that whole region between your legs should just be TLC. It yeah. should just be well looked after by yourself and by any partners that you have, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. just, yeah, like, treated with care. You know? <laughs> Fucking hell. Why? I don't, I just, yeah. I mean, each to their own. Yeah. You know, big hello to all our cock, cock and ball cock and torturing torture. yeah. people. Well, people, I Victims. mean, obviously people really like, uh, you know, rough play and, yeah. What's it called? Like BDSM sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming it all comes in under that banner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not I really think, for me I either. think, you know, a little uh, slap and tickle. Uh, slap and a tickle. A little tie up, that kind of stuff. That can yeah. all be fun. Yeah, yeah. But I think any anything where it is pain, I don't know. I just In your bladder. I, I think I have... From a, a rod. <laughs> I think I have a, a pretty good pain threshold. Yeah. Like we've, like we've discussed before. You don't want to test it. With my much. tattooing, I go into uh, I go into like a zen-like yeah. state. Well, maybe you Love should it. sound yourself then. I don't... Just nah. to see how you... the whole fucking thing makes my cock shrivel up. Do you know, it would be extremely disturbing to... Um, I mean, the only way it would happen is if I walked in on you. But let's just say your whole <laughs> lower half was obscured. Under the desk. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. But, but I said, oh. And I saw your face. And I said, oh, you're getting a tattoo, mate. Yeah. Because oh, you've got the I'm same got that glazed look. look. Yeah. And then it's like, see a metal it kind of dawns on me. <laughs> I should catch a reflection. I just stand up slowly. <laughs> nah, mate. I've discovered <laughs> sounding. I've got a new hobby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, disturbing. Leave so, your dicks okay, alone, so man. Sorry, my just to get back to the actual story, yeah. he put he'd actually done that to himself. So he's, uh, yeah, apparently, yeah, he's, it's a bit of a thing, and it, people do it to try and it stretch was, it. Um, right. And yeah, I was don't it know. Stuck, was it? 
No, no, no. So that's all I got just on this one. He just help. done it, and it obviously was a problem, and that's why he call, called the uh, ambulance. But they didn't say he like specifically injured himself, so maybe he did get stuck in there oh, or something. I don't know. Help. Maybe he used like a drill bit, and he can't oh my undr- God. undrill it. Oh, don't. Oh, my God. That <laughs> um, sends me into all sorts of feelings that and I don't like. just the other day, yeah. uh, in one of the prisons, uh, one right. of the guys used his toenail to hack away at his penis... And it ended up being really a, a really serious bleed, and ambulance was was called, and yeah, and he was saved. But obviously, maybe some sort of demonstration or mental health issue, but a a sharpened toenail. Well, I suppose it gives him time in what do they call the hospital within the prison system? You know. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I know. What you yeah, mean, but yeah. but maybe because it's I'm guessing it's an easier time. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you know, you get to. Just be in bed. But you think like why a toenail? Why not like because because maybe that's all he could do. Yeah, I suppose. People talk about yeah. all these kinds of shivs. Yeah, yeah. made out of biros. And Imagine if he tried to stab someone with his toenail out, out in the yard. <laughs> but like, what's that, mate? Hey, what He's you, been growing that. For, what are you doing for twenty four months? <laughs> right. The only one that sharpened he, it to a point. And people are like, hey, yeah, you know, Smith, what are you going to do with that? Yeah. He's like. Fucking toenail, mate. What do, you, what do you think I'm going to do with it? He's like, all right, just make sure you clean it up soon. Have you ever now, had... He managed to get that under the authorities' gaze yeah, for yeah. 24 months. Well, he's done well then. So it yeah. was like a small... Yeah, little pen knife thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. by the time he sheared that off, yeah. it was actually a small blade. <laughs> now, wow. then he sharpened it wow. using, like, you know, some stone, maybe yeah. a brick or something. Yeah. He's given it a keen edge. Fucking hell. So it looks almost like a shark to So you could probably slice someone's throat maybe with it. But maybe not enough depth on it. There you go. So he yeah. tested it. Yeah. All right. He's yeah. like, what's similar to a neck? <laughs> no, what's similar to a neck with a few veins? Yeah. You know, the skin's a bit softer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'll yeah. go for the old fella. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he found he liked it. Yeah. So he was sort of slashing He's it. Get- <laughs> And then suddenly just started bleeding out. Yeah. He's like, oh, governor, I've done myself a mischief. What did you fucking use, mate? Yeah. <laughs> He's still holding it. Be toenail, governor. Because all, all, I'm assuming your uh, initial thought, too, yeah. was literally like when we cut our toenails. Yeah, like you a have a very small yeah. crescent. Yeah, yeah. And he's literally holding that like a small hook. Yeah. And just scratching at it like this. Like so you're seeing tiny... it as something he's cultivated seeing... over twenty four yes. months. Yeah, yes. right. Okay. I'm seeing yeah. it as a blade. Wow. Yeah. Even though it's yes, still very small, yeah. it's a blade. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And he look, maybe he'd even secured it to like a handle of some sort. Oh too. yeah, like a toothbrush. So you they say toenail, yeah. but maybe it actually was a shiv. <laughs> yeah. And they've realised, oh it's shit, fuck. he's actually got fucking, yeah. he's, he's made a blade out of this thing. <laughs> what the fuck is going so on? So inventive. He's used a sounding um, tool as a handle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, fucking one. crazy though. Yeah. yeah, the stuff that she comes home with telling me some of these stories, it's just, Amazing. and again, like I, I've said this many times before on the podcast, yes. but the amount of calls, this is what blows me away. Yeah. It's not a random thing. The amount of calls that they get with guys... Predominantly guys mm. sticking things up their asses and not being able to get them out again. Well, they are silly. Why the fuck? Men are silly. Men are, but what the fuck <laughs> is the obsession with sticking things up your ass all the time? Leave they it just, alone. Just, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. It's hard enough getting stuff out of it I sometimes. Just, yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Know. I just, yeah, boggles the mind. Um, all right, we'll go to a, uh, a quick break. All right. And we'll come back with gangs. All right. Like, fly 
walking all over my body. <laughs> this is gonna be so now we're talking about gangbangs, apparently, are we, Warren? Uh, not gangbangs, oh, mate. Gangs. Um, I think you're mixing up your phrasing. Okay. Well, yeah. we we talked about some uh, possible subject matter that we could introduce into episodes. Quite clearly, we don't need anything because if we yeah, can flesh absolutely. out, absolutely, we've done rant. nearly an hour yeah. talking about <laughs> fucking Ms. Bartholomew. <laughs> but I thought over the next couple of episodes, whatever it ends yeah, up nice, being, we nice. could just we could touch on a few gangs of the world. So, gangs, uh, give me your understanding or description of what a gang is. I will give you the the Wikipedia breakdown perfect. of what a gang yeah, is. Perfect. A gang is a group or society of associates, friends, or members of a family with a defined leadership and internal organisation that identifies with or claims control over territory in a community and engages either individually or collectively, this is a very legal term, isn't it? No, it's in good. illegal and possibly violent behaviour. Okay. So some well-known gangs are, I'll just run through some of the names here, we've got the uh, black gangs like the Bloods and the Crips, also the Vice Lords and the Gangster Disciples. Hmm. Other racial gangs also exist like the Trinitario, Sorianos, Tiny Rascal Gang, uh, Asian Boys, Waching, Zoe Pound, the Latin Kings, the Hammerskins, Nazi Lowriders, and Blood and Honor. Now, this some is obviously them, just a small selection. Some of the names are actually pretty cool. Yeah. What was the Lowrider one? Nazi Lowriders. No, no, not that one. The one before that. The Hammerskins. Yeah, the Hammerskins. I like that. Yeah. That's kind of cool. They have a kink. With for using their foreskin <laughs> and smashing it to a pulp oh, with Jesus a small Christ. hammer. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's their initiation. <laughs> now, but some of the names are cool, and I think oh, you sure. can't be a gang unless you've got a cool name. Well, this one's called MS Thirteen. Oh, that's boring. It is a bit. It sounds like, I don't know, something, an ingredient you'd find in shampoo or something. But they are infamous. Okay. Uh, to understand MS... Hang on, before we continue, sorry. Yes, sorry, no, I just realised that the little heater is yeah. uh, still on. So would you mind clicking that off for me? Uh, Big ones. <laughs> I can do that for you, mate. Thank you. That's the way, Tiger. So the MS-13, is it? MS-13, or <clears throat> Mara Salvatraca, or Tracha. So that sounds better than MS-13. MS-13 sounds like, you know, how people have MS? Yeah. Yeah, like a category of MS. It's number 13. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Unlucky for some. <laughs> one must go back to the El Salvadorian Civil War that began in 1979 oh, yeah. and lasted throughout the 1980s. Yeah, I know someone that lived through it. Oh, there Rodolfo. You go. I've spoken to him about him on here before. Well, he <clears> probably <throat> got some fairly upsetting stories to tell, I would imagine. It was one of the many proxy conflicts of the Cold War with the US-backed government uh, pitted against left-wing guerrillas backed by Cuba and other communist countries. According to the UN, 85% of the violence against civilians was committed by government forces and death squads. 85%. Mm. Yep. Whom the United States supported with oh, weapons wow. and training. Wow. The, bru the brutal conflict... Again, hang on, against the civilians? Yeah, in during that civil war. And that's Shit. what was perpetrated, to, to try and stave off communism. Wow. You know, all sorts of stupid shit happens. Yeah. Uh, it created hundreds of thousands of refugees, many of whom ended up in the United States. MS-13 originated in the United States, not Central America. Los Angeles was a major hub for those fleeing the war, and that's where the gang that became MS-13 got its start. The teenage children of Salvadoran refugees banded together to smoke weed and listen to rock music. That's all right. Creating something that was a far cry from the violent gang, gang yeah. it later became. Yeah. So that's obviously where that that coming together yeah. kind of the roots were. And and like a lot of gangs, they often did start off relatively, I won't 
necessarily innocently. Yeah. But I think on a much different scale, it was more just a brotherhood or yeah. groups of people coming together. Uh, so would a, you say <clears throat> would you say our group, me, you, gorgeous Glenn, Little yeah. Keith, are we a gang? Yeah, yeah. Or are we just well, we don't perpetrate violence against because we people. were a band. Yeah. Well, we still are a band, but yeah, we don't do anything like that. We don't. So you have to do something. I think you'd have to be a, a little violent, right? Okay. You'd have to have a leader and, and a code. What about when our gang was known as Two Teen Ten at one time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was. Um, Would you say that was a gang? I'd say that was petty criminality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty stupid. Yeah, yeah. So there's not much going on there. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so. Okay. It's unclear uh, exactly when or why MS-13 transformed from stoner kids. The first LAPD reference to MS-13 calls them the Murra Salvatrucha stoners right. to a network of hardened criminals. One theory is that while the original members had little first-hand experience of El Salvador's conflict, later generations of Salvadoran immigrants had become more exposed to the horrors of war and turned MS-13 violent. Okay. Another explanation is that MS-13 became more violent as a result of repeated confrontations with other street gangs. Yet another is that many of the gang's delinquent youth ended up in prison as a result of tough-on-crime policies, where they were transformed then into hardened criminals. Yeah, right. When El Salvador's civil war Oh, you mean they didn't reform and come out and be, like, good law-abiding citizens? It doesn't sound like a recipe for success, does it? Yeah, it blows my mind. (laughs) I know. (laughs) When the civil war ended in 92, the US government began deporting many Salvadorans. (laughs) Okay. Uh, These deportations included members of MS-13 as well as Barrio 18. A nation devastated by war proved to be fertile ground for both MS-13 and Barrio 18, and the two gangs quickly spread throughout El Salvador and even into the neighbouring countries of Honduras and Guatemala. In short, the United States exported MS-13 back to Central America. Ah, okay, yep. As the power and influence of MS-13 and Barrio 18 grew, so too did their rivalry. Like competing great power countries, the two gangs frequently clashed as they vied for supremacy. In the early 2000s, the government of El Salvador implemented a series of policies called La Mano Dura, or Iron Fist, intending to crack down on the rising violence. Thousands of gang members were rounded up and thrown in prison, separate prisons, to keep them from having these little networks continuing. The violence, which at times could feel more like a civil war than a gang war, didn't subside until a truce was reached between the two gangs and the government in 2012. Wow. But the truce fell apart the following year, causing oh. another wave of violence. Oh, so El Salvador has the highest murder rate in the world. Oh, wow. Uh, with Honduras coming in second, thanks in a large part to that three-way struggle okay. between the MS-13, the two gangs and the government. Barrio 18 and the government. Yeah, right. Um, and that, and that's the thing. Like I think um, in a lot of cases, violence breeds violence, and like it becomes like, well, you killed my brother, so I want revenge, and then they kill them, and then they go, well, you killed my sister, so I want, you know, like it just keeps going bigger and bigger and back and forth, back and forth, and, and after, there's no real end right. to it. You know? And after generations <laughs> of that mentality, yeah, it's not even a, you're not even questioning it anymore. Yeah, it just just is, is the way you live. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where we are, this is how we survive. Yeah, by destroying all of these other... Yeah, and sticking know, to our own. ...sworn enemies, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, Interesting. So some of the... Oh, so I'll just continue here. So the initiation involved being beaten for 13 seconds. Fuck. No, oh, 13 no seconds. By, I'm guessing, everybody. Yeah, but 13 seconds. I mean, it, yes, it would, it would seem it like would, an eternity. It would feel like a long yeah. 13 seconds, <laughs> yeah. but still, I don't know. Don't think that's so bad? 
I think I could go through with it. What if yeah. they all used a baseball bat with a nail in it? Yeah, I'd be pretty savage. Yeah. But I'd just, I'd just put my hands over my face, right. protect the moneymaker. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> say my, that to them, though. And my cock. Yeah, yeah. i cover my balls and my face and <laughs> otherwise go nuts. Okay, great. <laughs> well, I'll, uh, I'll get you in touch with them. <laughs> Violent retributions targeted both enemy gangs as um, well as... Sorry to cut you off, That's but right. I need you to do your Mexican-y type voice. <laughs> Right now, just just as give I me read something. This. No, no, no. Go back to your normal voice after, but just give me something in your Mexicano. You want to join that gang, man? <laughs> yeah, man, I do. Yeah, well, I'm gonna need you to lie down on the ground here, For man. Thirteen seconds, though. Yeah, that's all. One three seconds, man. It's gonna feel like fucking forever, yeah, man. Yeah, that's okay. I can do it. I'm gonna stave your fucking face here, man. Bring it, you fucking dirty Mexican. I'm MS13. <laughs> we got the coolest fucking name in Central America, man. Yeah, no, it is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I'm gonna make you eat my shit, man. <laughs> Um, Bigger loads all our yeah. Mexican and El Salvadorian yeah, gang yeah. lords. They're going to love that. Yeah, no. Yeah. Full respect. Yeah. Uh, violent retributions target both enemy gangs as well as their families, friends and neighbours. Wow. Um, entire families were wiped out in single attacks regardless of age. Shit. Buses full of passengers from the wrong parts of town will be burned in broad daylight. Fucking hell. Passengers still aboard. Barbaric. Police officers, government officials, and community organisations like libraries yeah. are also frequent targets. Wow! Yeah. Mm. In early, it, 20- it just sounds like the nicest place to visit on yeah. a holiday. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I wanted to go see a library in uh, El Salvador. Yeah. <laughs> Do I just get the bus at the main street stop? So there? it's just it would be. Uh... Cheap motel rates, I reckon. Man, we got the cheapest motels in motherfucking <laughs> yeah. Central America. That's all man. I care about. Just a few dollars of your hard-earned money. 13 seconds of my time. We've got a beautiful bed there, man. Yeah, no worries. You can have a bunk. You can <laughs> share with somebody else. Yeah. You'll be very happy. <laughs> and then we shoot your fucking face. <laughs> and take your money, man. In 2018, the district attorney for Nassau County... Um, New York stated that an investigation had uncovered a structured network of MS-13 operations in New Jersey, Maryland, Virginia, Texas, from within a Mississippi prison cell, and in countries around the globe, including Mexico, Colombia, Korea, France, Australia, Peru, Egypt, Ecuador, and Cuba. Australia, so we do need to be careful what we say then. Yeah, because they might be listening to this right now and go, I'm going to fucking come and visit oh, your fucking so overweight not motherfucking ass. It's not an Australian chapter. It's actually people from El Salvador that are here. Yes, I'm guessing oh, so. Oh, okay, yes. okay, okay. Yep. Operating in, in the local area. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, wow. Extorting libraries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hunting down rogue podcast uh, podcast makers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are we content providers? That's a professional way of yeah, saying I just, That just dawned on me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, a couple of pricks sitting in a cabin, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Federal prosecutors have indicted numerous MS-13 gang members on racketeering, extortion, prostitution, including child prostitution, oh, wow. kidnapping, illegal immigration, money laundering, murder, people smuggling, arms trafficking, human trafficking, and drug trafficking yeah, charges. Yeah, wow. So See, some have, of those I can understand, but racketeering. Like, I can go get a tennis racket from the local sports shop, no problem. But you haven't played with an El Salvadorian racket. Ah, oh, that's true, yeah. And I think... There's no wires in it. There's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you're playing with thin air, man. You swing that racket, it's, you're going to have no resistance, You'll man. never win, man. <laughs> you wonder why you're the win, but that's because you haven't practiced enough. 
You know, I, I promise you, uh, I will come to the game and all that gone to your head and watch yeah. you. You know, I would like to What's do that? though yeah. rocketeering. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Be like cool. the movie. Yeah. 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 So wear a backpack. Sorry, I just saw a spotlight out. I thought it was a fucking El Salvadorian yeah. gang. Are you talking about me again? <laughs> uh, and that, that's what I have on MS13. So okay, I don't know if beautiful. You want to break for a moment. No, no, give it. Jump into another one. Okay, um, so and then and then we'll uh, we'll go to an ad, and then we'll come back with Detective Noir. Ah, yes, yeah, that's a great yeah, idea. Yeah. All right, so I briefly mentioned in that little intro there when I yep. ran through some gang names. Yep. Little Rascal Gang. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, interesting. Now, what do you picture when you, <laughs> well, when you hear that name? Um, I picture the uh, Alfalfa, the kid with the little spiky hair on top <laughs> of his right. head, the cowlick. Yeah. Uh, I picture the kid with the black circle around his eye. Yeah, yeah. And his dog's got the same black yep. circle around his eye. Yeah, just a ragtag bunch <laughs> of kids from all different sort of uh, backgrounds and stuff like that. That's, but, you know. It's beautiful, isn't yeah, it? Like, is, that what they are? is that what they little are, Peachy Warren? Cheek Cherubs. <laughs> um, look, a bit I'm, mischievous. I'm going to. Yeah, they get into Always for a good cause. Yeah, like whether it's just a, a downhill toboggan run. Yeah, yeah. Like a, what do they call those go-karts? But they'll, they'll steal apples yeah. from an apple orchard. But they'll share They'll with, sell them to make money for a charity. Exactly. You know, and then they learn their lesson at the end of the day. That's yeah, right. Yeah, okay. But that's who right. are the real little rascal gangsters? The little rascal gangsters uh, were founded by Cambodian refugees oh, in 1981. Okay. Oh, I, I wouldn't have guessed that. Actually. There you go. Yeah. As part of their cause to protect themselves from the larger, more numerous gangs in their neighbourhoods. The tiny rascal, sorry, tiny rascal gangsters are one of the largest and most violent Asian <laughs> criminal street gangs in the US. They sound the opposite. Yeah, I know. You know? I know. <laughs> yeah. But that's what's so rascally fluff, about them. We're the fluffy Care Bear <laughs> Avengers. That's what's so rascally about them, though. Yeah, okay. It's that misconception ah. that you go, hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm yeah. Was, I was uh, I inquired last week about joining the little rascals. Yeah, yeah. I really I'd really love it. It sounds like a real bunch of And they of cut fun. their head off. They go, I'll fucking kill you, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know why. And Mexican as well. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can't switch out. Spanish, now. I should I'm say. done. You can do the uh, little rascals. Fuck you Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. It's no more racist than your Spanish accent. It's <laughs> no, not, is it? <laughs> Hello to all our Cambodian refugees out there. Um, the tiny rascals are composed of at least 60 structured and unstructured gangs, commonly referred to as sets, with an estimated 5,000 to 10,000 members and associate members who have adopted a common street gang culture. Most members of the tiny rascals are Asian-American males. Okay. Tiny rascal sets are most active in the southwestern, Pacific and New England regions of the US. Tiny Rascals are involved in the street-level distribution of powdered cocaine, marijuana, ecstasy, and methamphetamine. Tiny Rascal members are also involved in other types of criminal activity, including assault, drive-by shooting, extortion, home invasion, robbery, and theft. Jesus. So, no apples getting stolen to support a charity. Oh, you said it before. Toboggan rides, and yeah, no yeah. Um, yeah, go kart, yeah, no yeah, go kart, yeah. soapboxes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No soapbox derbies. Well, none that we know. Oh, of. That's none a that shame. have been publicized. Yeah, okay. I bet they do it. You know, yeah, because they're cheeky doors. rascals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going to do something like that. <laughs> cheeky guys, yeah. they are. Wow. So, again, for reasons that you can kind of appreciate. Yeah, they've come over there a minority at the time, yeah, no yeah. doubt, and. As a, a as a measure of security, probably mm. they've got family members in that running 
stores and yeah. shops and businesses all around the area that may be getting accosted by other gangs. Okay, and they offer know, them for, protection and stuff like that. Exactly. So, yeah. so maybe these gangs came about because they're like, no, no, if we if we group together, mm. we can patrol or we can get out there and kind of hassle them back. Yeah, and yeah. make sure that we keep them away from our. Which own is, uh, in a sense, that's the that's the approach with the mafia. Exactly. Know, one of the biggest crime organisations in the world. That's right. So, well, yeah. I guess they moved past being a gang, though, didn't they? But yeah, at yeah. one point, that's yeah. pretty much what they were. Yeah. It's. I guess there's maybe slight more... Would you say, where does it stop being gang yeah. and become organised crime? Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Because I think there's a fine line somewhere there yeah. where maybe it becomes such a uh, an operation. Yeah. Like, everything's coordinated. So, right down to the, the bottom guy. Yeah. Guy, girl, whatever, up to the very top boss, captain, whatever yeah. they're called. There's an order and a an organisation. You yeah. know exactly what your role is and when to do it. Whereas I guess maybe gangs fall under slightly looser terms. More where, like a, a tribal pack. Yeah. yeah. So there are people they, they There's a leader and you can you can step up to the leader right. and try to fight the alpha dog or whatever. Yeah. But, but it's like a pack mentality yeah. as well. Maybe, yeah. But at more. the same time, I think they can be very organised. So, well, yeah, so maybe it comes down to fashion. Maybe once you give away the bandana and wear a suit, then that's the difference. It, it could be as easy as that. It's hard to imagine a gangster. Yeah. Like a gang member gangster. Yeah, not not an old school, uh, you know, like a gangster squad yeah, type yeah, gang, yeah. like a Dillinger kind of, That's you know, it. John Dillinger, yeah. Because I guess really in their own way, they were just a gang. Well, he ran a gang. That's yeah. right. It's yeah, just that right. the dress sense was a bit nicer. A bit cooler, very cool. Yeah. If I was a gangster, I'd definitely be If I wore era. huge mustard-coloured pants <laughs> yeah. and carried an AK and had a gold tooth. And went by the name as Warren Tracy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just Dick. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. I, I would be pretty imposing. Which is funny, because didn't Warren Beatty... Yes. Play yes, Dick Tracy. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's where yeah. you found Full all circle, that. man. Yeah, yeah. Well, talking of gangsters and that kind yeah. of era, we're going to step forward a little bit more. We're going to go into 1955. Should we get into uh, the Crooked Mile? Shoot. With cheap bourbon on my breath and a three-day headache that wouldn't take a holiday, I picked up the receiver. Detective Bull Sloan, I said simply. At first nothing, then came the cool, smooth, and silky voice of a dame who told me I was talking to a Miss Oliver Knight. She pierced my silence with a statement as cold and sharp as a knife. I've just found my husband's lover dead in our bed. Okay, so you listen to Fly on the Wall podcast. Uh, Long-term listeners of the show will know that uh, Warren and I have had several little stories or sagas that we've we've done for fun on the podcast over the last nearly two years. Uh, we had the post-apoc saga. That was the big one. That was the first one. We've had yeah. the Grundy Brothers. We had Asylum. And we had the Biggs, Tomlinson Biggs saga <laughs> as well, which is good fun. Um, yeah. So this one, as you've heard, guys, it's, a, it's called The Crooked Mile, A Detective Noir Saga. 
Um, and yeah, big different. It's set in 1955 Los Angeles. Warren will be playing Bull Sloan, as you heard in the intro, who is a, uh, a detective. Um, my job in this is to sort of narrate and to sort of throw Warren a few curveballs, or sorry, Bull Sloan a few curveballs, a few clues here and there, all in the hope that he can, you know, <laughs> navigate his way through solving this crime. Uh, it should be a bit of fun. We're, we're going to have a lot of fun with it. We're not taking it too seriously. We're going to be joking all the way through like we normally do with everything else we've ever done. Um, but yeah, let's crack on. What do you reckon? Let's give it a rockin' Joe. All right, so uh, the first thing, describe Bull Sloan. What does he look like, mate? Well, you posted a picture on uh, Instagram today. I did. And I don't think it's too dissimilar <clears throat> from what I was imagining. And I, we were saying before, it's kind of like Josh Brolin. Yeah, from Gangster Squad. And I said Mickey Rourke from Sin City. Yeah. But you've got someone who's maybe late 40s. Yep. Um, but lived hard. Yeah. You know, drinks a bit. He's got uh, he's got scars on top of scars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of scars, but yeah. there's also just the natural weathering of time as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, keeps his hair pretty short. Yeah. Close cropped. I don't cropped. think there's any facial hair, but there's a lot of shadow. A lot of overshadow. Yeah. Like a lot it's of a stubble. Bit too much. Yeah. yeah Maybe yeah. once a week shave. If that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah. And then it's not a good one when he does. No, nah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Never a lot of effort. Um, I think his uh, his style's pretty straightforward for that era too. Yep. Um, like a long overcoat. Yep. Uh, sort of a faded brown suit. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, maybe a suit with yeah, like a heavy suit. Yeah. With uh, like a pocket watch. Oh yeah, but yeah. it's it's pretty tarnished. And yeah, and it was his dad's. Off. It was his that's dad's. Right. Yeah, that's right. He was a police chief commissioner. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe Bull Sloan did actually do a little military service as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and it's so, 1955. He's in his late 40s, so yeah. you know, 10 years the before the war ended. There you go. So late 30s he would have been. So yeah, yeah maybe he was he like was just a, a, private, a corporal. Just okay. A, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> now, cor- corporal's good because yeah. he. He did do, and this is what drove him to become what he is now, yep. I think. Maybe he did actually have a few intense moments in the wires. Yeah. I'm sure they all yep. did. But where he did excel, yep. he did rise up above other people and, yep. and save some lives and take some names. Made some good decisions. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's it. And, and he's, sort of, he's built the rest of his career yep. off those moments. Yeah. Where he's remembered, like, yeah, I was something. Yeah, okay. Um, That's good, yeah. yeah. Is there PTSD involved, you reckon? I think there's a little. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. there's a little. I don't he wakes think he... up with the sweats at night. Yeah, yeah. and it's not. I don't think he likes drawing his gun. No. But he does frequently. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's okay. like it's a struggle. Yeah. It's his automatic reaction. Yeah. And then regrets doing it yeah. often. Yeah. But it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't stop anything that happens. And he'll, he's very much the type of guy, he'll wake up in the morning. Yeah. And then straight away, the gun's under his pillow. He yeah. puts it down the back of his pants yeah. before he even makes his first. Coffee. That's the first thing he does. It's the first thing he does. Yeah. Every and you have those day. um, the, that underwear where it's it's a t shirt and yeah. shorts <laughs> in one. Yeah. With like an openable back, <laughs> like long johns. Yeah, yeah. And he just that's where he tucks the the gun in. Yeah, yeah. He's got them sort of tightly hooked. He's in always there. wearing like braces, like braces. suspender braces. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He often spends time in the office. Yeah. Um, it's like it's a bit of a factory, a bit of a broken down factory. I yeah. see it, and it's the old office of the manager. Oh, so yeah. none of okay. it's used anymore. Yeah, it's a little broken, dilapidated. There's rain leaking, but he gets it for cheap. It gets great yeah. rent off yeah. the uh, of the local owner. Yeah, um, and it's not far from where he you know tends to 
do most of his work. Yeah, yeah, on the crooked mile. On the crooked mile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so, he, but he sleeps up there too. So yeah. there's the office, and yeah. then just next to it is like this little kind of annex type thing. Yeah, yeah it has yeah. a sink. Yeah. With a with a little tiny broken mirror. Yeah, a little kitchenette. Yeah, a space enough for a like to put his coffee percolator. That's it. Yeah, there's a little wood stove there that oh, kind of yeah. goes straight out the window and yeah. uses that for all of his cooking. Yeah, just a skillet. Now is and, he and a pot? There was some confusion. So yeah. last week I think we mentioned that he was a private investigator. Yeah, yeah. But in the little uh, little intro, he's a detective. Yes. So what what talk us through that? Well, I think that uh, he sees himself as a detective. Ah. Okay. So as you recall, he spoke. Yeah. In the intro. Um, and so he's a private investigator because he, I, he never held a rank in ah, the police forces. Okay, okay, yeah. um, but he, when he introduces himself to people, he always says detective. detective. Ah, okay. So he was very much a beat cop. But then. Uh, no, no, he never was a cop. Oh, he never was no, a no, cop. No, no, <laughs> no. He was in the yeah, army. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was a military man. And what's he done in the last 10 years? He's been. Uh, oh, as soon as he was out, he became a PI. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's been okay. a PI ever since. Yeah, I think yeah. I think he was pretty burnt out at the end of the war. Yeah, maybe um, he tried to get into the police force and maybe. kept failing. Yeah, yeah, because of the PTSD, because of the fact that he always went for his gun. And someone sarcastically <laughs> said to him, "Why don't you just go out on your own, bull? Oh, You'll yeah. never make it as a cop. Ah, You're not okay. one of us." And he shot that guy. Yes. <laughs> No, 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 but they got into a fist fight. Yeah. Well, a fist fight, but then as he was walking away, wiping they, blood they from gave his him mouth. A night, they gave him a night in the cell for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And as he walked night. away in the morning, you know, wiping blood from I'll his mouth. I'll all of you. Yeah, he just thought, fuck you. Yeah, yeah so cool. he started calling himself Detective yeah. Bull Sloan. Yeah, taking on um, private cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. But then every time he interacts with the police, yeah. based on that <laughs> unfortunate... <laughs> Dealing. Yeah. Um, he comes in yeah. and he, he writes them in. You know, he gives them the job. He might be like, yeah, pick, pick this one up down the road. Yeah, yeah. Um, and signs them over to them. But he signs it, Detective Bull Slug. Ah, okay, And yeah. there's always the guy on the desk. He just scribbles it out. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Just puts P.I. McMally yeah. on that <laughs> desk. Like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> he's talking out of his Irish again. Yeah. Fucking P.I. So maybe maybe Bull Sloan does a bit of bounty hunting work on the side as well for a yeah. bit of extra cash. Yeah. Um, yeah, just to boost up his, his money. There's a bit of uh, protection like work as oh, well. Yeah, like he yeah, does cool. a little bodyguard, but he has to like the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't like <laughs> Otherwise, taking, he just ducks. He shoots him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just ducks in front of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. And it is, uh, I think you mentioned this before, he's a big drinker. Yes. A bit too much. And yeah. it's in the intro as well. Yeah. Um, but. No matter what, he's still very much on target with his shooting. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's a sharp He's shooter. always been an uncanny shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's and right. And I think yeah. that's where his success in the war came from. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he's tough as nails. Yes. He's dark. Yeah. Uh, and he's an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's a functioning one. Yeah. It okay, doesn't, okay. It doesn't mm-hmm. tend to get in the way of his work. Yeah. In fact, maybe we'll even discover through this story yep. that sometimes where he ends up, because of his drinking, uh, inadvertently leads him down another alleyway. Of, oh, I see. Of part of the, yeah. the stories that he's following. Yeah, okay, you know? okay. Yeah. yeah. So the case has kind of fallen in his lap a little bit. Maybe, maybe yeah. he's not. Um, maybe he's not widely known, but in this particular area, the Crooked Mile, yes. everyone knows him. Yeah. Good or bad, infamous, yeah. whatever you want to yeah. call it, they they know of him. Yes. So that's why some people will just straight away call him instead of the police. That's right. Yeah. Some okay. people that's are cool. intimidated by him. Yeah. Some people uh, 
don't really give him much Sort of mock credit. him a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah laugh little, behind his back. Yeah, they don't really believe in it. They, they talk to him. Even some acceptance. of the bar flies where he hangs out, yep. you know, they, they sort of take him, you know, with a bit of a grain of salt, I yeah. suppose. when yeah. they ask him what he's been up to that day, there's, there's, it's loaded with sarcasm. Yeah, you know, yeah. But he's... He never takes the sarcasm. Nah. Oh, well, maybe he hears it, but he just chooses to, That's to right. ignore it. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a bit yeah. of a raise of the eyebrow. Yeah, Thinks yeah. Thinks to himself just in his head, does a little bit of monotonic. But monologue. none of them, none of them ever step up to him because no. they know they wouldn't survive it. That's right. Yeah, that's cool. All right, so we've got a good picture of okay. uh, Detective yeah. Bull Sloan. <laughs> All right, so you've just received the phone call mm. from Olivia Knight. She's just found her husband's lover dead Hang on, sorry, did I say that right? She's just found her love, her husband's, husband's lover, lover yep. dead. Yes. In their bed, yes. in their marital bed. Yes. Uh, now, a little background on Olivia Knight. Uh, she's a famous Broadway actress, and her husband is the infamous Dick Longman, head of the Longman crime family. Mm. Olivia Knight is known to be extremely loyal to her husband and vice versa, so he loves her just as much. Even though he's a big crime boss, yeah. he loves his woman. The Longman crime family are well known and only a few years ago, you, Bull Sloan, helped put away Leo Longman, the younger brother of Dick, for extortion. What's your first move, Bull Sloan? <laughs> I think I turn away from the phone. I sort of, I, I put it against my shoulder just yep. to cover the mouth. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, yeah. Yeah, and then I, I take a, I think he's a heavy smoker. Yeah. But they're always, it's a pipe. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah cool. It's like a big kind of carved ivory one. <laughs> yeah. And so as soon as, whenever he gets a call, it's always sitting by the phone, the old black oh, Bakelite okay. sort of phone. Yep. And he always picks that up. Here's the case. Goes straight to the pipe. Starts packing the pipe while he's listening pipe? to the call. Just tobacco. <laughs> just tobacco. <laughs> yeah, just right, tobacco. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he just, he just covers it up. God damn it. Yeah. And thinks about his history with the family. Yeah. Thinks about what that might mean for the also, story. He also straight away, I think, knows it's big money. Yeah. You know, because, yeah. Of, because of the crime family, but also because she's well off too in her own right. So you know? all he says, he goes, how much? Yep. Yeah. And, and then I'm guessing she makes a fairly generous offer. Yep. To find out who did it. Yep. And then he'll just, I think he would say to her... Um, does he know where they live automatically? Yeah, because, yeah. Because well his, known. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got the big house at the end of Crooked Mile. I'll see you in forty minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it hangs up the phone without another word. Yep. He's and, too cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he just sort of puts on his overcoat because, of course, at the moment he's just got his underwear, <laughs> yeah, his and his long pipe. pants, his braces, yeah. and his pipe in his mouth, yeah, and his gun. Yeah. Yeah. So he's yeah. <laughs> so he just grabs his his trench coat. He doesn't put a shirt on. Top. Oh wow! Yeah. Just puts the trench coat over the top. Buckles it up. Yeah. Okay. Does a button. Puts on his hat. Yeah, yeah, he puts on yeah, his hat. Always it's always the slightly, trilby, mate. slightly tilted. Absolutely. He likes yeah. a bit of style. Yeah. He continues until he's finished the pipe and he pops it back in his oh, crate. Oh, nice, yeah. Just thinking, just mulling it over. He doesn't take head. it with him. Yeah. Yeah, he just he just walks to the window. That's his time to think while he while he smokes a cone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, he looks out upon the, well, he's at the tail end of the Crooked Mile. Yeah. And he always does that. He gets his call. He walks over to the window. He studies his space. Yeah. His street. Deep in thought. Yeah. Yep. And then he goes down to his uh, 1947 Chev Style Master. Nice. Can you describe that for me, Warren? Uh, well, it's what would you say? It's a, a 1947, so it's eight years old. Uh, for for the 1955 era. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He probably a, hasn't. It's a classic, it. heavy looking saloon yeah. from the era. Nice. Yeah. Is but it yeah. a four door? Uh, 
I think it's both. I think you can you can get it in both. But okay. he's got a two door. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bit of a coupe. Yeah. Um, built to last in those days. Large boot like too. Like a tank. Yeah. So now he's he's never washed large it. boot. That's good. That's he's key. never washed it. Yeah. I think he got it as a win. Yeah. Nice. On a game of you know. Yeah. Something maybe yeah. at the Greyhounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's got he's got like you said before we were having a little talk he's got some tickets from different. Gambling races, yeah, horses, greyhounds, horse and buggy, boxing, whatever's everything. on. Yeah, yeah, whatever's on. He grabs a ticket, he puts a bet on. Might be a low bet. He might throw in his last twenty bucks for the week. Yeah, and he he sees how he goes. Sometimes he he wins big. Yeah, often he wins nothing at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so there's like most all, gamblers. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, one one particular time when he did win big. Yeah, it was so big that he actually had to make a deal. For the car, yeah, nice, and that's what he did. He that's scored he got the, car. the car, and he's never looked after it. So it's he drives it into the ground, but yeah. it's but it's uh, he loves it. It's lasted him. He yeah. loves the car. Yeah, yeah, but but he it's the only thing he loves apart from his revolver. Well, he's immune from. Yeah. Well, the revolver is immaculate. Yeah, yeah, the car is not. Ah, oh, I see. So it's like this disconnect. Yeah, he loves it though. Yeah, and he's he very affectionately, you know, he just patted on the hood. Yeah, sometimes when he walks past before he hops in. Yeah. But yeah, there's no maintenance. Okay, yeah, it just runs. Yeah, so that's, pretty much how I treat my wife. That's it. That's just his steed to ride in occasionally. Yeah. So uh, I don't mean that. A- <laughs> um, yeah, nice. Okay, so he goes outside, jumps in his car, Climbs and off he in, goes. And right. off he goes to the Longman premises. All right. So that's the end of chapter one. Okay. This is Bull Sloan signing off. I'll see you next time. Unless I run my fucking style master into a tree. Round the wall, motherfucking podcast. Uh, how do you think tonight's gone, Warren? <laughs> I think it's been a jam-packed extravaganza of brilliance. No, I, I feel like it's been buzzing. Got, there's been a lot of content. Yeah, actually, absolutely. Yeah. Packed into a relatively short episode. Yeah, like compared to some others yeah. that we've had. Yeah, so it's been fun. I, I've enjoyed I've, it. I've really enjoyed it too. Yeah. I think I'm excited that we've started a new saga. Yeah. I do enjoy our sagas. Um, even if nobody else does. No. Uh, <laughs> well, it just means that we're driven to then record it. Yeah, yeah. So we could go and listen back to it when we're 80, That's right. 85. 85, just before I 89. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think our diehard fans yeah. are probably excited that we've got a new one. Yeah. Um, other people that might be listening to this episode for the first time are like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just heard you mention Anita Doff. I thought she was going to be on <laughs> the show. The show so, yeah. <laughs> Look, bitterly if she gets disappointed. In touch before we publish the episode later tonight. Fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah fucking <laughs> Who awesome. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Make two Aussie dickheads very, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been a good show. Uh, you're listening to Fly on the Wall Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, which is Fly on the Wall Podcast 11 with an underscore between each of the words, not the number. 11's at the end of podcast. Um, you can email us, thefly-on-the-wall-podcast-11 at gmail.com and also on Twitter. And fly on the wall, P-O-1. 
If you'd like to give us a review, guys, jump onto iTunes or Spotify and preferably give us a five star if you're enjoying what we do. Um, all it does, it doesn't, we don't get any kind of money or payment or anything like that from it. All it does is make make other people more aware of what we're doing. People can find us easier. So when they type in Fly on the Wall podcast, mm. we come up as the first option. It's and like, li- picture it as lighting a beacon of hope. <laughs> Yeah, it's slowly people. fading for other needy <laughs> people. Okay, yeah. yeah. If you love it, then odds are other people might like it too. So, and if you don't want to do that, uh, bare minimum, just tell someone you work with, tell where the person you buy your shoes from, or who mends your shoes, the cobbler. Tell the cobbler. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or what's a guy called um, who makes barrels? A ferrier? No, no, that's the horseshoe d- dude, isn't it? What's I've a barrel maker? Of- I'm not entirely sure. I'm sure they've got a, a specific name. Yeah, you want me to actually yeah, find it because I'm not going to sleep otherwise. Yes. <laughs> Which will just uh, tie in with the last few nights. Yeah, on uh, Sunday night, I, had, I think I told you earlier, I had 2.5 hours of sleep. Crazy. I think it's a bit nuts that I count it that way as well, and I think that's partly why I stay awake too. But probably because you let the small it. details. <laughs> Coopers. <laughs> Coopers. That's the one. Go, yeah, bloody Coopers. Yeah, Coopers. I really enjoyed the episode. Uh, looking forward to next week's instalment of Chapter 2 of uh, The Crooked Mile as well. And, uh, yeah, that's it from me. So be good to yourselves and be good to those horny fucking goats. <laughs> those goats, I tell you what, there's a lot of them now. <laughs> Very sick. Guys, go out there in the world and be that beacon of hope. <laughs> Toodles! Do it.